0: Welcome to the Backside Bus podcast. At Backside Bus, we'll cover technology news, we'll do reviews, and we'll talk about how technology is shaping our future. We want to talk about the consoles in your home, the phones in your pocket, the computer in your bag, and the companies behind them all. So sit back, grab your pen, give it a vape. You're listening to Backside Bus. Welcome to episode one. Of backside bus That's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, we um, should have started with zero. I think that's just my my <laughs> sense on this.
0: You're gonna get all pedantic about the the numbering scheme yeah. here.
1: Yeah, you ever? I mean, we could have been unique. Start at like negative one, negative two. Like, fuck it, let's do it every hell we want. It's our show. Just
0: we do we do us. The there the idea was floated that um, we should throw the first six episodes away. So negative six would probably be <laughs> would probably be a better numbering scheme. Um, Welcome to episode seven. <laughs> um, as the uh, the intro states, uh, Backside Bus is, is a tech podcast. We we're really trying to just talk about technology in general. Uh, we want to we want to talk about how technology is not only like changing what's new, what the latest news is, what we're really excited about but also how it's enabling people to live. There's entire people who don't whose entire, whose entire role, their entire job position in life, their identity is around their phone. They open it up. They open up an app.
1: They look at porn. That's mostly. Yeah.
0: Mostly what I was talking about.
1: That's what I do with my phone.
0: (laughs) Um, but It's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Technology is really broad. And so we really wanted to make sure that the, the podcast itself was really broad. Um, a lot of, a lot of people that I've talked to about the name so far, uh, have the first question out of their mouth is, uh, yeah, about the name though. Um, what the hell? So I wanted to (laughs) explain the name a little bit. Uh, there's a couple of really key reasons why backside bus was the name that I went with. One is it's a generic tech term Intel used, backside bus alongside front side bus on some older processors um and motherboard designs i guess uh so it's just, you just think of it as like the opposite of front side bus but it's not but you could think of it like that it's not
1: it's <laughs> not really anything like front side bus. Yeah. <laughs> no it's fine
0: yeah yeah it's completely different from and separate but it's really not, it helps
1: it's not at all like <laughs> it's totally different uh,
0: um so generic tech term. Uh, also, because it's a generic, generic tech term, uh, it doesn't really hold us to a specific topic. So we're not the oven podcast or the Apple corner.
1: I'm an Android guy, so the Apple corner doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, for me. you
0: wouldn't you wouldn't be here if it was the Apple corner. No, because like the the topics I want to cover are broad. And the other third really important bullet point is the domain name was available.
1: And <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so you. You thought about this and went, I'm going to go look for domain name. Oh, that one's available. We'll take that one and just ran with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, yeah, that's fair. I, I mean,
0: explain to me what a Gizmodo is. I don't or know. A Verge.
1: Explain to me how backside bus is like frontside bus.
0: It's not, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but we, we, that's, that's the reason that's the name, um, now you know. So, with the uh, those roundtable topics out of the way, why don't we uh, why don't we do some news? Yeah, here's the news. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, all I think of is Norm Macdonald every time I hear that. <laughs> uh, I love uh, it. I love it. That that
0: actually was uh, part of the inspiration for that so yeah um, well done he plays a he plays a blob on what show is that Seth MacFarlane's new sci-fi series oh
1: um shit I love Orville Orville it's a good series by the way if you're into sci-fi at all which I'm assuming you are if you're listening to this freaking show um then you (laughs) should go watch that it's it's the best Star Trek show on tv right now
0: I was watching an interview where they were talking about how'd you get Seth MacFarlane to or how'd you get Norm MacDonald to play a blob and he was like, I just called him up and I said, "Hey, I've got I've got this part for you. Do you want to be a blob?" And his it's response is, "It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I'll be a blob. Whatever, fine." <laughs> <laughs> um, news this week. We really want to. I think the only topic that uh, that we're both really interested in talking about is this uh, Galaxy Fold stuff.
1: Oh yeah. Um, So first uh, pretty crazy. we we should put this in perspective. Both of us are pretty phone centric people. Like both of us are into new phones. We're all checking out new phones. Like that's a fairly common topic of conversation between two of us. So foldable phones has been something we've chatted about before. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Uh, it's pretty much like the magic, like that's being able to fold up your device small enough to pocket it and move on to the next, whatever, like. Talk about like sci-fi. Yeah. that thats That's what people have been like dreaming of for a long time. And the tech is finally here. It's in two different devices. One is the Galaxy Fold and the other is the Huawei Mate X. One folds inside. Uh, the Galaxy Fold takes its main screen and folds it inside, and then the Mate X folds it outside. So it's the exterior of the phone. The one that released, um, or at least it was in a reviewers' hands and was up for pre-order, was the Galaxy Fold.
1: Yeah, you can actually you can actually buy this now, or at least pre-order it at this point. Yeah,
0: for two I, grand.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say, freaking expensive as hell. But what do you expect?
0: Yeah, it is the future, I guess. Whatever.
1: The uh, it has three screens. I mean, let's be honest, right? There's one on the outside, and then there's the inside foldable, which I guess would be one. So I guess it's two screens, right? But
0: it's two screens. One is a four point
1: four point nine inch exterior. It's a little smaller than I expected.
0: If I had a nickel for every time, <laughs> uh, like, like, it's like in general, like, no, no, no. It's just, yeah, it's a little smaller than I expected. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so first off, give me your first impression. What are your thoughts of this? Is this what you were anticipating from a folded phone? Is this not anything like what you were looking for? Like, give me, give me your take, Sam. And and you are somebody that, by the way, i never see without at least three phones on you. So
0: you're not wrong. I think this is close to what I would want out of a foldable phone. So I think the right design is for it to fold on the inside. I agree with that. I hate, I hate that this one has that gap. I understand that there's a need for a gap. So when you fold the phone over on the hinge side, there's a, there's an air gap there. Uh, because you can't completely crease the screen
1: it's it's not just that though we were talking about this like you're also preventing so you get sand in there on a foldable phone so think about this you have a screen and you're putting a, a sand particle in between those two screens and yeah like to not have those screen touch probably saves your screen
0: yeah i think there's ways around that like you could put a bumper around the outside of the screen so that the okay. the interior display isn't touching but also i don't see a gap this that's me that.
1: being a little it, it does have that too there's a little bit of a of a plastic and by the way the screen is plastic too uh but the but that does have like a little bit of a plastic bevel that resides around uh, a corner corner notch on there i'm sure it's for the internal cameras there yeah yeah and and
0: it doesn't have, it doesn't have three displays but it does have six cameras which is insane yeah. one on the front two on the out two on the inside and then three on the back the six cameras on this um so as far as like what i would want out of a foldable phone i think this is this hits a lot of what i'm looking for i wish they would have just completely avoided the external screen because i think it's dumb. i agree like it takes extra battery and extra engineering to put a really ugly looking screen on the front of my phone that I probably don't want to use in the first place. Cause it's a foldable screen.
1: Yeah. I think having a screen in the front is fine, but think in terms of like a, um, I'm trying to like, like the note, right? Like the note three note four is like with that little, if you close, if you buy the, uh, the, The screen protector that comes with it. Yeah. Like the Samsung protection for the Note 3, Note 4. I don't know if the newer ones have it as well. Uh, It just gives you like a little small screen, maybe like a two inch screen. It's just enough for notifications. Like that's all we're doing. Notifications and time. Like that's what I want, right? I I want to pull a phone in my pocket and see the time. I want to see what notifications I have. That's all I'm after. I don't need a full screen on there.
0: Yeah, if I'm if I'm going to use the device, I'm going to open it up. I'm going to want as much
1: screen real estate as I possibly can have. Absolutely, you don't think you make a phone call from that front side, though? You absolutely do because there's an earpiece on the front. You can um, take a phone call, but not make a phone call. No, you
0: can the it's a full-fledged Android phone with a closed Oh,
1: I get that. I get that. I'm saying would you want that though? It's not a matter of whether or not it would do that. It's a matter of whether or not you would want that.
0: I think if it closed, this like will sound really dumb, but I think if it closed 100 percent I would. Hmm. Like if it felt like if it felt like a complete device thickness-wise sure. and like I wasn't trying to fumble around what is obviously a folded display. Like if it just felt like a device, a full-fledged device, closed, I probably would. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't.
1: Well, and the screen doesn't fill the whole screen, or it doesn't fill the whole front of the phone. So for me, that's weird. Yeah. It, it looks like a. The
0: forehead and chin are just crazy. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so to me, that makes the front of the phone seem like you have a really big, awkward phone on the front like it's not the display isn't normal sized i think for that reason to be honest you hit such a good point on that main on the on the closed screen that that secondary screen i i really don't like that screen at all in many ways uh and i'm very much looking forward to a foldable phone um but that 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 screen really bothers me
0: Have you seen the, uh, the mate X have have you, have you done some digging into that? It's exactly the same type of thing, only the, it folds backwards. Mm. So the, the big screen is your only screen and it folds backwards. And because it folds backwards, the internals fit within that gap. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. Like you you don't have that big air gap. Yeah. When you close, you
1: still have a full phone.
0: The problem with that is your big giant plastic screen is now the entire exterior of your phone.
1: Yeah. So scratching it and wrecking it over time. Yeah.
0: It's got to be a nightmare that way. Mm -hmm. So when the the Fold released this week, I was surprised and I, I made a comment to you. I was surprised that it wasn't a lot of, yeah, it's cool, but it's the first gen. A lot of the reviews were like, "This makes sense to me." Uh, I was really skeptical, but now that I hold it in my hand, I think it's really cool.
1: How do you, so? We haven't held this in our hand, right? Neither one of us has actually picked this up. And held it. No. um Do you feel that way?
0: I. I mean, I'm sure it's really cool. I think one of the things that people were worried about was like the build quality. Um, Samsung was like really cagey when they first. Uh, announced the fold they were not letting anybody touch it so they had the big press conference and they they kind of dumped all of the specs and then at the end they were like nobody look at it nobody touch it everyone (laughs) single file out of the theater which made people really suspicious because if it's a finished design and you guys are confident that you're going to bring this to market and everything's going to be fine Mm -hmm let let some of the people touch it, uh, but they didn't. So I think that's what a lot of reviewers were going into it, going like, this this is the phone they didn't want us even looking at in too much detail right. a month ago.
1: Right. Now, now you can totally so I think like, there
0: was some, yeah. So I think they were like, oh, well, this actually feels solid. This feels like a finished device. And that was like the beginning of the week. That was when they first started getting their hands on it. And then midweek, uh, there was this big, I avalanche of maybe things aren't going so hot.
1: Well, they were all breaking.
0: Yeah, the first one I saw was uh, Dieter from The Verge posted that his uh, under the screen seems to have broken. So either something got lodged under the display Mm -hmm. at the hinge or the hinge itself had broken. But the result was that there was something poking up into the screen. So there was a bump now on the display when it was one it was opened, which led to the panel eventually getting cracked and dying. Uh, cracked is probably the wrong term. It's a foldable display. I don't know <laughs> what that's like, but but it, it's the classic. Um, your panel has has died yeah oled lines yeah, i agree type of thing. Uh,
1: and then there were several others that quickly followed Secession talking about broken screens or broken folds um either way erect phone and that's a little alarming this quick into it um the other thing i was surprised to back you up just a touch nobody's commented on the size of the screen so uh, of the main screen not even the front side right we've talked a lot about the front side but the main screen isn't ginormous right we're talking about a 7.3 inch screen and that is big that is big but compared to like a note like a note what note 9 i think we're on like that's a six and a half inch screen Uh, not even, it's not even six and a half, it's like 6.4 inches. And like the Pixel 3 is like 6.3 inches. So for being a, what I would expect to be a tablet, isn't that giant? Like what is a, what's an, what's an iPad? 10 inches. Like I want, I want my phablet that folds to be a, to fold out from a, I want it to be a phone when it's folded. And I'm good with a big phone. Like, give me a Note 9 or Pixel 3, 4, like give me a big phone. And then when I unfold it, I want, I want an iPad, right? Like I want, I want a 10 inch to screen. I want it. And I want a stylus and I want to, I want to pull it out. And now I'm going to use it like a tablet. You know what I mean? So you're, I am. You're disappointed that it's not I mean, not I'm like every, everybody, I mean, we're all disappointed. It's not bigger. Right. Womp <laughs> womp.
0: Womp womp. Uh, womp, womp. uh I hear what you're saying. I think uh, an interesting uh, part of this is that the form factor, not just like because it folds, is changing. um, The aspect ratio is changing. So we went from these 16 by 9 to whatever the, like Sony phones got ridiculously tall just in this last Mm -hmm. release that they did to a square. It's it's near 4 by 3.
1: Again, something that, None of the reviews that I've seen have called out as being a problem, and I've watched probably a dozen reviews on the product, and none of them have called it out as being an issue, being a problem, being anything other like than normal to them.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because one of the the things that people were talking about before it was released was Android's tablet marketplace. Their their, their tablet apps shit. are shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And this is essentially a tablet when it's when it's folded out. It's not. I want it to be. Like, that's the problem.
1: Make it a tablet. I, I know, like,
0: size-wise, it might not be fitting your your tablet, like, itch. Like, it might not be
1: scratching that, but... It's not big enough for me, Sam. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. i sorry. I'm
0: <laughs> I think it's big enough, and the aspect ratio is such, that Android would recognize it as a tablet. So the apps that you're downloading for it are probably tablet optimized apps. So your experience is probably going to be Android tablet marketplace experience and the fact that no one's called that out is interesting.
1: I do want to... Do you think that's do you, to, to hold you on that point, do you think that that is, do you think that's a Samsung thing? Do you think, I hate Samsung, so we, let's lay that out there. I don't <laughs> like their their crap that they add on their phones, but um, do you feel like that's a Samsung thing? So in other words, are they providing uh essentially space around the app to give you other applets to other, other features, things like that, that occupy that space, so that it doesn't feel like you're trying to use a phone app on a tablet.
0: I as okay. a good, I, I guess I I just am not sure because I haven't used it. I will say that if you're looking for an Android tablet, your only option at this point is a big ass phone or a Samsung Android tablet. They're the only ones that make them still. Them and Huawei, but Huawei isn't in the US, uh, so. It's probably Samsung, if if anyone knows how to build an Android tablet for the current Android tablet marketplace, that's probably Samsung. That's a
1: really good point, Sam. That's a really good point. I hadn't even thought about that.
0: The going back to the the phones breaking this week, um, there's a really interesting because they broke in two different ways. There was two of them that I know of uh, that broke due to um, screen defects. So like Dieter's pushing up from the bottom, something got caught in the hinge. There was another one like that. There's also a couple of reviewers that when you open up the display, it's a plastic display. And I guess Samsung by default puts this coating, covering. It's like a screen protector, but it's not because it's like glued to the surface. But it looks like a screen protector. It has that like edge that you see on screen protectors uh, pre-installed or the ones that you purchase and put on your own device. Um, But that edge was bothering them and they thought it was a screen protector. And so they went to go peel it off. And that was a bad idea uh, because apparently that isn't just like the top, you know, protective layer that is a layer of the display. It is integral for it to work.
1: Uh And so I did not see that. That's, that's a little alarming. I bet you they'll fix that for post-production, don't you think?
0: Yeah, so the review units did not have a warning about that. And so they didn't know. Samsung didn't warn them. They didn't know. And so they opened up the device and they started peeling shit off and it broke the device. Marquez Brownlee, um, MKBHD, released a video just this afternoon um, where he was talking about this. He's one of the guys that pulled the the protector off. And it almost, it sounded to me like, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it, it sounded to me like he got this new device the first thing he did was break it by doing something wrong he didn't <laughs> he felt a little embarrassed right he's a tech reviewer and the first thing he did was rip off the integral part of the display us uh, so
1: he sounds like about a $2000 phone
0: <laughs> he contacted samsung and said look like i did this it broke my display samsung knew about it they seemed to be well versed in it and sent him a new one and he didn't post anywhere he didn't tell his friends <laughs> like he was just kind of waiting um when Dieter Bone posted his you know hey my galaxy fold isn't necessarily perfect that's when the 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 stream of like also mine broke also mine broke hey I peeled this protective layer uh, off
1: yeah, nobody, nobody wanted to be the one to break the bad news Yep. Yeah.
0: um so that's when they all just kind of happened all within like the the same hour or two and everyone started posting their their stuff so the review units did not have that warning please do not peel off this integral part of the display the retail version does there's a on the you know every phone that you get comes with like a plastic wrapper so that plastic wrapper on the retail version has that please do not pull off the next plastic wrapper under the phone warning
1: Uh, don't fuck up your phone Yeah. yeah yeah
0: But after all of this happens, I would imagine they're going to have, like, some big sticker posted somewhere. Like, they're going to change the packaging because who the hell would sit and read what's on that plastic wrapper on the phone? I don't.
1: What are you you saying? You don't don't read all the warnings and you unpackage something? I don't.
0: I don't read all the... Yeah.
1: I'm really disappointed in you.
0: Yeah, so... Am I supposed to?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you are.
0: The, uh, the other one I, I see listed here in our, our show rundown was the Assassin's Creed and Notre Dame. Oh, I want to talk about this.
1: Yeah. 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 Let me talk about this. Um, so we had Notre Dame burn the other day, right? So everybody knows about this. Hopefully if not surprise, um, Notre Dame burned the, the cathedral sounds like it could be repaired. I don't know if they will or not, but it wasn't like the entire thing burned to the ground, but a good section of it did. And there's lots of videos online you can go watch people praying and crying and holding hands and, and singing hymns. But uh, the, the story I care about on all this is that, I say that like I don't care about Notre Dame, uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed a while ago in one of their games had a episode around the cathedral. And so inside of Assassin's Creed, you can have a, a whole um, i'm trying to think of what they are when you're inside of the what the hell are you in inside assassin's creed like the astral get edited
0: i i gotta break some news to you i played the very first assassin's creed like yeah, it's the same thing like, w- like, like what the hell is it called that you went into 30 minutes in and i, I didn't Wait, ever finish it what you, what you mean you didn't finish it? i didn't i didn't
1: like it we're done talking. this episode is done <laughs> thanks everybody for coming i yeah okay edit <laughs> At any rate, at any rate, Assassin's Creed did a three-dimensional, like, scan of the inside of the, the cathedral, and they have a whole part of the game oh. built out around it. And so the story goes is that this now may help them reproduce the cathedral if they decide to go back. And by the way, there's one of my favorite memes. I'm a huge meme guy, and if you listen to the show at all, you'll you'll learn this, but there's a great meme of, uh, like, a bunch of programmers standing around, like or a bunch of architects standing around, like this gal playing sitting on a computer and they're like hey can you kill the guy real quick we need to see like the pillar behind that so we can work on the cathedral but it's kind of cool to think of like a game has gone into that much detail into a historical landmark really a, a world historical landmark in order to to bring out that much detail that we could potentially use some of that to rebuild that cathedral in real life like that's a That's a pretty amazing concept to me, and I thought that was pretty cool to bring up to the show.
0: I I read somewhere, um, I don't know if this is related, but I read somewhere that like two years ago, it might have been the same uh, 3D scanning, but someone went in specifically for scanning the entire cathedral as a 3D model and this Club was Notre Dame. yeah it, it might have it might be the the same story it might be related it might have been for the game but even while it was still burning someone was posting that like you do know that they have a full 3d scan of the entire cathedral and everything in it and so and
1: that's that's the key part to all this like game or not the thought that we are three-dimensionally scanning uh historical landmarks like that to me is super interesting and I mean, Notre Dame could have burned to the ground. And in terms of historical legacy, like we still have that, that building, that history is still preserved in something more than a photo. Yeah. Um, Like we could like today it's a three-dimensional scan in 20 years from now, that could be a hologram, right? Like, or it could be a, a virtual reality, by the way, I want to point this out because I find this funny Uh, when I was a child and I was born in the eight, early eighties. Um, my mother used to yell at me for sitting too close to the television. If any of you have that, <laughs> now we have three-dimensional devices that let us take our phone and put it about an inch away from our eyes. So I just want to point that out. That mom, you are wrong. Yeah. And I'm I'm very okay to be next to the TV. So I moved the couch closer. My. Yeah. To my, <laughs> to my uh, I don't know how big of a TV we got, 50-inch TV. Like I slid the couch oh, about a foot. Plebeian. About a foot. That's where I sit. Right. It's not plasma Sam, all right. I'm not nineteen ninety. Yeah, but you have a plasma TV. Fifty inch? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck size my T V is. Yeah. I'm I'm a PC gamer. Okay. My monitor is an ultra wide 34 inch. I have no fucking idea what the hell my okay. TV is.
0: Okay. So this is, this is going to be like, you don't have to put this in the podcast. It was, yeah, as you're editing this, but no, we're doing it. it's uh, going in there. Okay. Well, I don't really care. Uh, this is not like a, a brag per se, but I, I built a new machine not long ago. I, I started building it in September and I added another display.
1: Um, to your TV or your computer?
0: To my computer. Um, When I, okay. when I purchased my displays, they're all 27 inch 4k displays g-sync
1: enabled oh very nice how many months
0: i've got three of them they're all the exact same uh acer predator model Yep. yep um when I, I was just doing, I was just reading an article. It's pretty, it's pretty insane. But I was just reading an article the other day about um, the like. <laughs> the, the article was uh, uh, G Sync is about ready to have a whole bunch of monitors like dumped, and like so that like they're listing out all the new models and which manufacturers are going to come from. And they said this will double the the amount of G Sync monitors on the market to twenty one. And I was like, oh, you have three of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was, like, I don't know why you're the host of a tech podcast. Yeah, I was,
0: like I, when I was looking, I like I had my list of specs that I wanted, and I filtered down to that, and I picked the one out of that list that had the right reviews for the right price. Right, like you bought all of them. But I, but apparently, like I only had one. You bought all of them. Apparently, I only had one option when I was like I had no idea. But, I only had, if I wanted that list of things, I only had one option. Oh, but, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's just me sharing my my stupid 27 inch monitor setup. I'll take a picture of it um, and send it over to you so you can be super jelly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Put it on the blog. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, I don't like multi-monitor on my computer if, uh, for gaming. I don't like it. Uh, there's some games that it, it's weird and I can't keep my mouse on the screen. I, I, to be fair, I haven't done this in a few years. And any games that supported multi-monitor didn't support it the way I wanted them to.
0: I don't use it for gaming. I use it for multitasking. So I'll have a video playing on one, I'll have a document open on the other, be surfing the web on the other, right? So I, I just spread my workout. Uh so the split Gadget. doesn't necessarily matter to me. When I game, it's only the the center monitor that's right in front of me that's dead on. So it's like oh. single monitor 4K gaming and then productivity wise i've got all those pixels so that's uh we've covered we've covered the news articles that we wanted to cover Notre Dame was probably a pretty big one i think Galaxy Fold uh, that will continue to be a big story uh, we'll probably We'll probably still be getting new reports in Twitter through the next few weeks. We've got that. We've got that covered. I think that's it for this episode. I don't, I don't know if we've got anything else to, to cover.
1: Uh, Nice. What's next week then, Sam?
0: Yeah. Next week, we're going to talk quite a bit about E3. E3 is coming up. In June, so the beginning mid-June, I guess, 11th, 12th, 13th. E3 is coming up, and there's some big stuff. Around,
1: yeah, I can't wait to hear what EA is doing. <laughs>
0: like not showing up to E3. Oh, damn it. Yeah, I know. Uh, but there's there's some big hardware news from from uh, Microsoft. Uh, PlayStation gave a little bit of a preview of what their next console is going to be. So there's going to be a lot of cool things happening at E3 and deep discussion about video game stuff yeah uh so thanks for thanks for joining us for our first podcast really appreciate you giving us a listen if this uh piqued your interest um please subscribe come back next week hear us talk about e3 uh if it really piqued your interest you could go ahead and share it um that'd be cool <laughs> uh let's let's start building let's start building some people that uh that want to listen about tech news and stuff um Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks again for your time and we'll see you all next week. Bye everybody. Bye.